not since 1978. Well, they've won every of the they've won every of the they've won every one of the opening games of a World Cup since 1978. That was not the case this morning. A one-all draw with Switzerland. But the big news is defending World Cup champion Germany has been beaten by Mexico one goal to nil. We also saw Costa Rica getting beaten by Serbia one goal to nil. So what have you made of the World Cup over the last, what, what have been going now, four days? I'll get your thoughts on it shortly, but let's get the thoughts first of former All White Fred Dion joins us. Fred, welcome. Yeah, good morning. Good afternoon, mate. Okay, I'm sure you've got your picks. Did you pick Mexico beating Germany? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Not that one. I don't think many, well, the, the, the old TAB picked the whole tournament, I think would have killed out anyone. Um, that was still around at that point because that that was a, a massive upset in the tournament. And um, but what a game! What an absolutely cracking game, especially the first hour of the game. And Mexico were you know well worth um, their one 0 lead at that point and did enough to hang on in the end. Mm. Yeah, Germany's form coming into this World Cup hadn't been great, but you're still not going to rule them out of winning this tournament, are they? Because how often have we seen some of the bigger teams in pool play lose early only to recover? Yeah, because normally Germany actually do start tournaments quite slowly and build into the tournament. Um, they've got incredible depth. Um, any any team that can leave um, Sane, the Manchester City uh, winger, out of their team uh, going to a tournament like this, is, um, is pretty confident of their ability. Um, so, yeah, they'll qualify out of the group, but it, uh, it makes their, their road potentially much tougher because if Mexico don't slip up um, and you know, either win their next two games or get a win and a draw and get seven points, then they'll top the group. And uh, I'd expect Germany to come second. Um, and they play in, in the round of 16. They would then play the winner of the Brazil group. So we could have a, a round of 16 clash between Brazil and Germany, which is a whole lot easier than, uh, than most people were picking. Yeah, Brazil would love to r- love to return the favour of four years ago. Were they beaten 6 or 7-0 that day, weren't they? 7-1. 7-1, 7-1. Let's talk about yeah. Brazil-Switzerland. A lot of criticism on Switzerland, saying they came out, played too physically, uh, were too physical, deliberately targeted Neymar. Um, you know, referees are out there for a reason, I guess. But, but did they push the boundaries? Uh, I thought the referee was weak. I thought uh, there was there was a couple of times. There was one one foul very early on where Neymar went past. I think it was one of the midfielders. He grabbed his shirt and sort of virtually just dumped him on the ground, uh, and that's a straight yellow. And the referee, you know, gave it the big talking to, you know, and um, you know the symbol no more and all that. It's like, mate, that's a straight yellow. That's that's just normal. So uh, if he'd done that, then probably they would have backed off about uh, the, some of the fouling. Um, but I thought Brazil, you know, they, they came out and they, they, they were passing the ball very well. Coutinho scores a cracking goal after 20 minutes. And you sort of thought, oh, now they're going to go on with it. But they didn't. They, they sort of, they, they, were, um, they, they dropped off in intensity. They thought they could just, you know, this was going to be a cakewalk. And Switzerland showed, you know, European bottle and came back, scored a, um, scored off a corner and then you know, did enough to convincingly sort of hold a one-all draw. What have you made of the VAR? I mean, has it made it a level contest or has it just created more discussion points and therefore more negativity? Because I've got to be honest, Fred, I don't think there's been a lot of consistency with some of the rulings. No, I mean, the, I, I, I hate the VAR. Um, I think 
Because what it does is it gives a different view on the same incident. So you get a different decision. Um, And the Australian, the the VAR goal in the Australian game, penalty, um, is a classic case of that. Um, Now, if, if, um, personally, I think if they if they did VAR and they said, okay, you can only watch the the VAR referee can only watch the entire incident, and he can only watch it in real time, then I'd have less of an issue with it. I think because it's the slowing down and getting the absolute, like the frame, virtually a frame by frame um, view of an incident that changes the perception of the incident um, too much for me. Because if you if you look at that Australian penalty, um, Rizdale touches the ball and he knocks the ball onto um, Griezmann's foot and, and then the ball flies, rolls too far away into the keeper's hands. As soon as it goes into the keeper's hands, it's not a penalty. And then regardless of whether there's contact after that fact, because he's not going to score a goal. Um, but then you go to the VAR, the VAR, they start looking at is there contact after that ball's been touched? And, um, well, there is contact. And then so they, they discount the fact that the keepers, the ball is going to go into the keeper's hand. So you're looking at a different incident now. And so I thought Aussie got stiffed on that one. Um, and that changed the complexion of the game. They did really well to come back, but eventually they, you know, they, they capitulated 2-1. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I hate the VAR. It just mm-hmm. gives a different, it's, it's a different view and someone else just has to get involved. And that, I think that's wrong. Now, Fred, with Dutch descent and the, French and the Dutch not being at this World Cup. Who do you support? Uh, well, going into the tournament, I was um, I was actually big on France. I thought they have the talent across the board, um, but having watched them play against Australia, I thought they were way too individualistic, and uh, and I don't think they're going to go as far as I thought originally. Um, I thought Spain um, were very very good in their game against Portugal. What a game that was as well. Um, I thought actually Spain deserved to win the game, played the better football, um, and are looking actually quite strong. Um, but they came up against a guy called Ronaldo, and he single-handedly just grabbed Portugal and, and won them a draw. But uh, of the teams I've seen so far, I think probably Spain have been the best or the most impressive. Can Cristian Ronaldo, I mean, we, we, they won the European Cup, Portugal, but can he do what Diego Maradona did in 86, what Pelé did in sort of 70 and... 19, you know, 62, 58, et cetera. Can one player win this tournament now? Uh, well, I don't think... I, I don't think Portugal have the depth to win it. Um, I think when you look back at Maradona's Argentina team, uh, they were... The, the rest of the players in that team were very, very good. And, and yes, he was, he was obviously the standout. And he scored the most... All the goals. Um, but, you know, I, Ronaldo is he's a phenomenon... Uh, and he'll help them go a long, long way. But eventually, you need other players to really step up. Uh, and so, you know, if you look at Argent- Messi and Argentina, attacking-wise, they're very good. But defensively, I think they're going to come unstuck later on, and he's going to be in the same boat. You know, the, a phenomenal player can do amazing, amazing things, but it's a team game. That's why Germany is so good at it, because it's about the team, it's about the collective, not about the individual, and the best team will win the will win the World Cup. Okay, let's have a look at the Tunisia England game. I, I I support England. I can't stand a lot of English sport. I certainly will never support their <laughs> rugby team, but I do like the English football team. This is full of young stars. Can you see the upset tomorrow morning? I think I think Southgate's taking this team in a different direction. I think England will get the job done. Uh, I think I think either England will win um, narrowly, or it'll be a draw. 
Uh, Tunisia are no easy beats. Um, they've recently drawn with Portugal. They lost by a, a very late goal to Spain in the build-up to the World Cup. Um, only conceded four, four goals in six qualifying games. Uh, technically very good. They, they, they'll try and pass the ball through. It just depends how adventurous they, they attack this England side, whether they really go at them or are just happy to sit back and, and try and soak up the pressure and nullify the speed and the and sort of probably youthful exuberance of England because they are a very young team. Um, so I think this one's potentially got a draw written on it or maybe England will get ahead. Um, but England will go through. I think England have the probably the ability to get to the quarters uh, maybe the semis is, is a stretch too far, but in four years' time uh, in Qatar, I think this England team, if they, you know, if they can build on what they've got uh, at the moment, will be a very, very good team. And it might be uh, at that tournament that you see the best England performance at a World Cup for a long, long time. Is the dark horse team in this competition also playing tomorrow morning? Belgium, they take on Panama. Could be. Definitely could be. Uh, individually, again, a team that's chock full of great, great players and, and a team that I, I put it in probably the same category as France. If they can get their collective, uh, collectively, if they can come together because they haven't really done that uh, in recent times, in recent tournaments like at Euro or at the previous World Cup under Mike Wilmot, their coach, um, when he was taking the team. They didn't, they didn't really gel as a team. And if they can do that in this tournament, then uh, they, they as well, they could really go, I mean, quarters, semis, even pushing the final because of the talent they've got in their, in their side. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how they take on Panama, a game that they, you know, they have to get off onto a good foot, I think, because otherwise mentally they'll, 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 they won't, um, they need to have a really you know, positive tournament all the way through, I feel, um, where some of the other bigger countries uh, can probably you know, have the odd bad game and then sort of get over it and, and carry on and do well. Well, Fred de Jong, as always, thank you for your time on the programme this afternoon. You enjoy that game tomorrow morning. Yeah, awesome. Cheers, mate. Just enjoying all the football.